0: M- Merkel media, media.
1: Hey, everybody. This is a quick hitter listen for you. This is not the typical quick hitter listen, but this is a conversation I had with a guy named Colby who runs an organization called Watchmen Readiness Corps. They focus on survival, navigation, medical, and marksmanship. It is run completely by veterans, and it is designed for people who were veterans to kind of brush up on their skill, but also be around other veterans who've been through the heat of battle and maybe struggling with more serious thoughts of suicide. This is something that I've been wanting to do for a long time because throughout the show's existence, we have had people who were in the military and have committed suicide. And I just wanted to have the opportunity to give back to that community in a very indirect way. And so I'm very excited about this partnership with Watchmen Readiness Corps, and they are going to be the place that I push people towards that maybe reach out, that are struggling with certain things when it comes to the suicidal thoughts with veterans. But this is also an organization that if you are not a veteran, you can fit right in with as well because it is designed to help people who don't know anything about survival, navigation, medical, and marksmanship to learn those things because maybe there might be a time coming in the future where you're going to really wish you knew that stuff. So whether you're a veteran or a non-veteran, this is an organization that is really good for you to get involved with if you're interested in those kind of things. And so before we get to this conversation I had with Colby about the organization, why it's important, and some of the experiences there, I want to direct people to wrc.vet. That's wrc.vet and check out their organization and their information. There's gonna be links in the description below. Moving forward, every episode I put out, their links will be in the description below so that it's easy access for everybody. And if you're looking to donate to an organization and you're not sure where to donate, this will be a great organization to donate to. And they do have a donate tab on their website. So if that interests you, go ahead and check it out. Now let's get to this conversation with Colby right now. Colby, how you doing, man? Man, I'm good. How you been, man? Doing good, brother. Good, doing good. So, listen, man, you reached out to us. uh, It it was almost timely, to be honest with you. Uh, You told us that you had an organization, and uh, it was uh, for veterans, and not just veterans, but the whole push is, you know, veteran. And uh, I, I feel like it was, it was perfect timing in the sense that. Uh, I was actually looking for something like this to help promote and push to people that listen to the show because um, last year I had uh, a veteran who had uh, had uh, committed suicide and uh, he was supposed to be on the show. And then um, this year I got a guy who... Resp- so last year when that happened, I, pu- I broadcast a show. People might remember it because I, I kind of took it kind of hard because I had just recorded An interview that I thought would help people a lot, and I felt like I should put it out right away. So I put it out a few weeks later after my my schedule cleared up. And in that time, that guy had you know passed, and I kind of took it hard. And uh, a listener heard that interview and emailed me and said that you know he was basically thanking me that he had um, heard that interview and it really helped him in his situation to not go down that road. And I was really happy for that, right? Well, I just got uh, an email f- a few months ago from that person's significant other saying that he wound up passing away committing suicide. And so, like it it's something that's been kind of haunting me in the show in the sense that like my heart is for the veterans. I'm not a veteran myself, but I do everything I can to support them when I can. And it kind of was like a wake-up call to me where it's like I it like I just had that show and it helped him, which was awesome in the moment. But ultimately, he still wound up following through with what he was struggling with, and so it became clear to me that I I wanted to do something more. I wanted to find an organization that I could kind of push people to that are struggling, like here, seek help because just listening to my podcast might be a a temporary band aid, but you need to be surrounded by people who can actually help you, and that's what you guys are about. So why don't you why don't you tell us about this organization that you you guys started?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I remember that episode and I remember when it came out and I listened to it and it hit hard too. Uh, and I remember, I remember hearing your voice, you know, you could tell you were struggling with it. And, um, for whatever reason, veteran suicide, you know, I don't know if you would say it's on the rise or, um, what, for whatever reason, it seems to be pretty significant in our society now. and. Um, I had a squad leader that I served with who, uh, you know, he, he had deployed before I knew him to Iraq. He was a private when he went over there, obviously. And, and, uh, I don't know. he had to do some, some things that a lot of people wouldn't even like to talk about having to do. So, you know, rules of engagement at certain times during war, uh, you get put on a machine gun placement somewhere. And if there's a curfew, you have to You have to uh, abide by that curfew regardless of what your feelings are. And he had to to do that. And uh, you could tell by the time I met him, he had come come to our unit and was uh, an E-5 and was one of our squad leaders. And he was a good guy, really squared away. But you could tell that there was just he was off because of the things he had to do when he had deployed before he came to our unit. And uh, Sergeant Jackson was his name. And. He's a really, really good NCO, a really good friend, and deployed with us, and then we finally all got out. And uh it was a few years ago he he uh he lost the fight. He was uh he was having one of his episodes up in Alaska and you know he ended up he ended up taking his own life basically. Uh was holed up out in the out in the snow and was letting off some steam, shooting off a bunch of a bunch of rounds he had dressed in all his all his gear and everything and went out there and by the time the state troopers got out there to him uh because they kind of got in a standoff and they think that maybe he was trying to go death by cop but he anyway they obviously couldn't push in to find him in there while he was shooting off all his rounds and uh he was in the dead of winter in alaska and by the time they got to him he had froze to death and uh it you know not only that but A few months ago, this is leading up to our organization, but a few months ago, I was in a meeting with uh, three other veterans. And I I wasn't necessarily trying to build this organization and try to gear it towards uh, helping veterans suicide. But when, when I was talking to these guys, all three or all four of us, rather, being veterans, knew somebody individually who had taken their life that we served with. Now, that's one for one. Out of eight guys, half had taken their own lives. Some of us know even more. I put out a reel a couple of days ago on our Instagram page and uh, talking about veteran suicide. And uh, my platoon medic messaged me the next day and told me that the guy who taught him to be a flight medic was a sergeant first class, had like two air medals to his name, really badass dude, and uh, had been struggling for a while and ended up shooting himself right in front of his family, wife and kids. So what we're trying to do with Washington Readiness Corps is not just teach survival skills to the the public or whoever it is that wants to learn these types of skills, but we want to build a community uh, for veterans who might be in that spot, you know, right on the threshold. Not just veterans either. uh, First responders as well, cops and firemen. They've seen some pretty rough stuff. Right. And uh, and, you know, there seems to be that kind of that kind of struggle there. Also, wherever they have to face that type of trauma and then have to deal with it, uh, we're trying to build a community as well where they can be connected and interact with other guys who have been there, seen that stuff. Uh, You know, they they know what it feels like. They know what it smells like, they know what it tastes like, and and you can really connect with your brother that way. Uh, as opposed to going and talking to a doctor uh, you know, who just has head knowledge of trauma and understands how to diagnose things, but you know, they've they've never they've never been in the thick of it, they've never been in the heat of battle. And personally I know going to the to the to the VA and talking to those doctors and stuff, going to the trauma unit, uh it's you know they 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 give the same questionnaire every time you show up and they say well you know so what's going on with you now you know how's life this and that and in about 10 15 minutes you're gone they they walk you out the door and sign your script and and uh i get much more therapy personally out of hearing an interview or talking to another veteran who i know he's been to iraq or he's been to afghanistan he's driven down the same roads that I've driven down. He knows what the concussion of an IED feels like, you know, he knows what rounds going off feels like, or sounds like. And, and it's just, it's more therapeutic to be able to talk through your stuff and be around guys. You don't even have to talk about what you've been through. It's just knowing that that you're connected to another community or guys um, who have been there. So, not just teaching survival skills at watch readiness, but we're trying to build a community uh virtually or otherwise or in person for uh veterans and first responders
1: so when it when it comes to the the teaching survival skills what what would that all entail i mean are you talking about as far as like uh anything from you know maybe uh food preparedness and learning how to to work the ground to fi- firing you know a weapon or how how are we uh I I guess, classifying survival?
0: So uh, we basically have it broke down into, you could say three or four different categories. Basically, we we have a wilderness survival instructor, and that's kind of what he specializes in. So survival in the wilderness, right? Learning how to build a fire with just a spark, knowing what type of materials to gather for a fire, knowing how to purify water, um, knowing how to build a shelter, that type of thing. And then another instructor, he he likes to focus on, uh, you know, kind of urban type preparedness, get home bags or, you know, bug out bag, that kind of thing, you know. Uh, And then we have a navigation instructor who used to work for the U.S. Forest Service. And basically what his job was, was packing out for two or three weeks at a time with just a, a rucksack and a compass and a map throughout the U.S. forests in America and so he's highly qualified. He has a degree from Texas tech and, uh, that's what he actually used to do. So he teaches our land navigation, which obviously could, could come in handy, uh, in the future. Uh, if you, if you follow, if whoever's listening, follows your podcast, then I'm sure they're on the same page as what we're talking about. So,
1: <laughs> they at least know who we, I uh, am.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and then, uh, our, our medical instructor, he is actually still active in the in the army. Well, he's in the reserves now, but he uh is a he's a carefly medic. So he's a par- he's a you know he's a flight paramedic and he comes and teaches breeding, mitigation, you know, how to apply a tourniquet properly, how to pack a wound, uh, how to perform CPR. And we, he even has a select amount of CPR cards that he can pass out. You can get certified uh if you come. Now, uh everybody that shows up maybe not be able to get a CPR card, but you at least know that you can have a chance to, you'll get the same type of training. You just may not get certified. Right. Um, and then our weapons, our weapons training is, uh, we have, we have, uh, three different guys, two of them. Well, one is one was a, uh, Marine veteran and he served 20 years, uh, in the police department was on SWAT team there and he is a weapons instructor the other guy is uh was an army veteran he served for 10 years and now he is a active duty uh police officer and SWAT operator uh and then another guy is a hunting guide the guys wear a couple different outfits down in the south area and he's a long range marksman so those are the guys that kind of they teach the weapons so what we're talking about is basically uh survival and you know, not, now obviously, survival, all sorts of things can go into that. And we don't have as, that much time to teach all those types of things. So, we're trying to touch on the basics of kind of urban preparedness and wilderness survival. And then, obviously, kind of nav- land navigation falls under that category. And then the medical aspect and then uh, weapons handling and safety. So, it kind of breaks down into three to four groups.
1: Gotcha. So, uh, this sounds like it's something. For everybody, literally. So if it's somebody that uh, needs to just learn this stuff off the rip and they've never done this stuff, they've never been in the military, they don't know what they're doing. This sounds like a great opportunity to learn this stuff uh, and also be around uh, a bunch of other people who either uh, from different levels, you know, like there might be some people that are very skilled in it that are going through the course to people who are just noobs. And uh, but it's also for veterans as well. And if you're a veteran right now listening to this, you're like, well, I already know how to do all that stuff listen, it's also therapeutic. And so th- this is an opportunity for you to surround yourself with other veterans, people who know what it's been like, you know, being out in the field, doing these kind of things and, and the headspace that, that, that they all had to work through along with you. So if you're a veteran listening right now and that you're like, I already know how to do this stuff though, how can it help me? It can help you by being around other people who can identify with you and understand where you're coming from. And also at the same time, brush up on your skills that you learned in the military or wherever. Um, now, uh, when, when is the, the next, I know you guys are doing an event here coming up in October. Uh, and, uh, if you could talk to people about that and what that's going to be all entailing. Uh,
0: yeah. So October 14th and 15th, it's a, uh, a Friday evening through Saturday. Um, we kind of try to, we try to touch on what we can in about a twenty-four hour span. Now, uh, I know there's another, there's other outfits out there that do a lot of what we do, and they kind of, you know, they they give a three-day course or they give almost a whole week-long course. Uh, all of our instructors have families and jobs and careers, and they're also doing everything pro bono. So uh, that are we're trying to fit what we can into the period of time that we have to serve the people, you know, we're maybe later on as we grow, we'll be able to offer, uh, you know, something longer than that. But for right now, it's about a 24 hour course. Uh, the next one, like you said, will be October 14th and 15th. It'll be, uh, at Pecan Ridge outdoor center in, uh, Scurry, Texas. Uh, you can look it up on Google maps. It shows up and you can uh, find your way there. If you're in the area, if you want to come, that's where we uh do all of our training. that's basically home base uh <clears throat> we'll be touching on those 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 different aspects uh probably one night out in the field and the what we'll probably start out with is a land navigation course which uh we won't necessarily be out wandering through the woods with a compass, but uh the classroom portion trust me you'll get you'll get the gist of what you need to get and that's probably what we will start out uh that'll probably be the first block of instruction will be the land navigation course and then it'll be kind of that night in the field and then the next morning we'll get up and probably touch on the wilderness survival and then doug our uh our medical instructor will be there and we'll go through medical before we go to the range and it's all in one one place uh walking distance from each section right so we're not jumping in vehicles and running across the county to to get to the next block of instruction it's all in-house and uh that yeah it'll be october 14th and 15th now tentatively we'll probably do another one early spring uh, but that's uh that's kind of what, what the schedule looks like for now and you can check that out at our website wrc.vet so
1: Yeah. So, uh, wrc.vet, wrc.vet is the website you can get all this information at. Uh, I, I will tell everybody I do plan on going to one of these events. Uh, I was hoping to go to the October one, but, uh, with the film coming out in this fall where it's like all hands on deck and I'm actually leaving town two more times between now and the film launch. And so it's just like, I got a family too. And I got to, (laughs) <laughs> I gotta I gotta tell my wife my excuses as to why I leave town every time so um, but I do I do plan on uh, hitting up one of these events as well because uh, it's it's up my alley. I want to learn these things and also be around other guys who want to learn this stuff as well. so um, people can check it out wrc.vet uh, I see on the website here it's Watchman readiness at gmail.com. Uh, and there's a phone number on the website. You want me, can I read that phone number? Or is that like
0: Yeah, I don't care. I mean okay. you
1: know Yeah, so the phone number is the phone number is two one four nine one two eight seven one four. Uh so that's the email, that's the phone number. Uh the website again is WRC.vet and this link to the website will be in the show description of all. The episodes moving forward. So, if you're listening to this now and you're like, what was that website a month from now? All you got to do is look in the show description. It's going to be listed right there for you. Um, this is going to be an organization that we uh, come alongside and push people towards because it's something that I've been wanting to have for a while now. And I've come to the realization that I, I absolutely need something to kind of filter people to. And so, this is something that um, I'm really excited about. And I hope that people who think it would be useful for them to people who know they need it, uh, take advantage of it. Uh, Colby, man, I appreciate you uh, sharing this information. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Like what what about social media, Facebook, Instagram, you guys got that, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Before we get to that, that that phone number is actually my personal cell number. So if somebody is genuinely needing to get in touch with me, if I don't answer the phone, because it's obviously a number I don't recognize or whatever, just leave me a message, okay? Or you can shoot me a text. Feel free to shoot me a text. Or you can shoot us an email at the Readiness at gmail.com. <clears throat> and then to the uh to the uh social media, you're saying Instagram, you can follow us at WRC Survival, Whiskey Romeo Charlie Survival, and uh it's Watchman Readiness on Facebook as well. So i mean, you can reach out, shoot me a message on there. I know you and I have been messaging back and forth on Instagram. Uh, so yeah, all that stuff's live. If you need to get in touch and especially if you're a veteran and you're right there, man, uh, you know, I, I know where you are and there's other guys here that know where you are and I know it's hard. Uh, <clears throat> Tony, personally, I think one of the hardest things is drawing those guys out of the, out of hiding, you know, because it's, it's not an easy thing to go and talk to people. I've been there and I know what it feels like uh, and, and even in those darkest times where I was closest to taking my own life, I, I, I didn't necessarily feel like reaching out to somebody. Right. Luckily nowadays I do do that, but, um, uh, I, you know, if, if you're struggling, man, you need to reach out, talk to somebody. You can message me, text me, shoot me a text. You can just write, I'm a veteran or something like that. And I'll automatically know what it is that you need and and we'll get in touch and, and we'll stay in contact. Uh, yeah. So
1: I totally uh, hope people take you up on that. Um, I, I can only imagine uh, what it's like, you know, g- going through training and being a soldier where you're a badass and now you're struggling with something that, you know, maybe you feel like you shouldn't be struggling because you're tough and you don't know how to identify with it. Um. So you clam up and you keep it to yourself, and so in in all reality, this might be the hardest battle you fight in your life. Uh, And the first step in in winning that battle is re- reaching out to somebody for help. So, um, Colby's here offering that help. Uh, WRC dot vet. You can get all the information you need there. Uh, Colby, thanks for being here, man.
0: Yeah, Tony, I appreciate it. I uh, thank you for the opportunity, man. And I appreciate what you're doing with the show, honestly. Uh, and I appreciate the uh the awareness that you're drawn to this. And uh, hopefully we can help some folks out, you know, uh, veterans and otherwise people who want to learn to uh, stay alive uh, for the days to come. And uh, I hope you the best, honestly.